Berkshire Football Stories is sponsored by Barks County Football Club. The Swords are now ground sharing for the 2020-21 season at Binfield FC. If you're looking for your football fix in the area, check out Barks County's fixture list and head down to Hill Farm Lane this season to see local players striving for promotion. You can see all the latest fixtures, results and much more at www.barkscountyfc.com. Hello and welcome to Berkshire Football Chat with me, Rob Davis, Tom Canning. Hello. And Abby Tysers. Hello. We're going to be uh, chatting about all things Berkshire football, uh, pre-season friendlies, transfers, signings, all the like. Uh, all the like. But before we do that, I can see one of us in particular has got football fever, but I think it's contagious. How are we feeling? <laughs> <laughs> Have you been watching any games over the last couple of weeks? <laughs> Now, it could be referring to either of us, Abby. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. True. Uh, well, there's a rather large game coming up on Sunday. Not really yes. Berkshire-based, but uh, um, no. yeah. You, Tom is um, showing his colours in the uh, uh, the chat here. <laughs> so uh, uh, have you got football fever, Kenny? I do indeed, yes. I'm ready and raring to um, be thoroughly disappointed <laughs> on... Um, Saturday. No, I, I don't know. Um, don't ask me how it will go because I, I have no idea. Uh, no, uh, you don't have uh, that much faith, though. Or... I no, I have lots of. I, I've 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 been pro Gareth since day one, um, since he was appointed. Um, obviously, the start of the tournament didn't didn't start particularly thrillingly, but. Um, obviously, it's it's gone on and it's got better and better, and, and I'm quite happy for the, the way things have gone. I have full confidence in the fact that the team will, the, the current team will will. I have full confidence that the current team will do very well in this final. Um, the part of me that's been watching England matches and tournament in England in tournaments for the past thirty odd years, um, just it, that sort of fatalistic kind of. There's going to be a monumental outrage injustice cock up at some point yeah well it's, it's, it's not... just there and it's, it's just in the back of my head all the time so yeah it's it's, 50 50 for me it's been brilliant to have a team that actually sort of performs to or above their uh um sort of status you know it's uh yes after basically since i've been watching england football we've never really excelled ourselves in tournaments you know we've done as well as we can in a few and in a lot we've done a lot below our sort of you know <laughs> how well we can do but uh, it's nice to have one who's sort of fulfilling their potential i guess it is i'm uh, gonna be abby the pedant as always oh, and here we go. say england men haven't been england. fulfilling because england yes. women have been in a final twice 1984 and 2009 so again. <laughs> starting with this nonsense <laughs> I'm only I'm only joking, Abby. I know, obviously, um, you've had a bit of a day where people have been pretending that Reading FC women don't exist or aren't part of a Reading FC club. Um, apparently not, yeah, because, um, yeah, if, if, it's, if it's on Twitter, then it means they don't exist, apparently. But, I mean, if you don't look at the club website, they very much exist. Yes, that but, must be infuriating. as well, so... Yeah, they have a... They... Playing all the same kit and everything like that, don't they? I mean, yes, I definitely saw them playing in the same kit at the Majeski this season. I'm, I'm not enough. talking about just like the uh, obviously the um, the colours. I'm talking about the sponsors and everything like that. Is the yep. same sponsors? Same? No, it's a different sponsor. Is it? 
Or it yeah. certainly was last season. Um, Abby, can I be a pedant with you, please? Always. It's Medeski. All right, this name thing again. You told me off yesterday as yes. well. Sorry. Come on, get it right. Facts. <laughs> well, My now apologies. That now that we've been picking holes in England, each other and everything else uh, <laughs> around uh, Berkshire football, perhaps we could talk about some actual football that has yes. happened. Because it's beginning to look a lot like pre-season. We've had a few games coming uh, uh, started already and a few transfers and a few fixtures updated. So if we start with um, the games that uh, happened last weekend, uh, I was at one, so I've got one to talk about. But did any of the fixtures that have happened over the last week catch your eye? Tom, should we start with you? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about England for you. Yeah, currently, but also pre-season at the moment is a luxury in my current situation. Um, if I can get to a couple of games, that'd be great. But I'm gonna, I'm, I'm putting all my eggs in the England basket at the moment. I realise that's no good for a Berkshire local grassroots football chat podcast. But um, I, I don't know. It's, it's really difficult because I, we kind of, we don't report the results on FIB. People go to games. I know you've been to a game, a couple of games, Rob. Um, but yeah, we don't. So we don't report the results. Pay, I pay attention to them. Um, I, I don't know. And maybe we should report the results. But some to keep, like keeping up almost with who's playing who is hard enough. Let alone at times getting the getting the scores and scorers. And I don't know. I just just feel it's you've got to have a little bit of an off season. And frankly, we'll be incredibly busy with all the transfers going on. So um, no, in, in okay. short. So. Well, a long Perhaps answer a, to a short question. To a short, anyway. Carry on. You, Abby. Uh, I know you uh, you uh, enjoyed a, a tournament at least. Um, were you there in person? Well, at the Burgfield tournament, are you asking? At the Burgfield tournament. Um, yeah. Sorry, I called it Burgfield. Burfield. Sorry, Tom. No, I didn't actually because, well, so slightly annoyingly, they put the women's fixtures on Saturday morning, and that's when I coach Wildcats. So by the time I would have kind of got there, I think they probably would have been done. So, but yeah, they. Um, Looked like a good kind of morning and uh, Burfield kind of started with a bang. They uh, got to the final and won it, which is nice because they've uh, launched their women's team for next season. Um, They played Caversham United as well. I think it was their A team. So they've obviously launched their women's team this week as well. So, yeah, it's super exciting that um, two brand new teams kind of made it to the final. But, yeah, gutted I didn't actually get to go and see kind of the, the games play. But, yeah, as I said, I was coaching at the time, so missed that. So what level are Burfield and Caversham going to be playing at next season? Uh, I know they're in the Thames Valley Counties Women's Football League. I'm not sure of the divisions, however. Okay. We'll be Constitution is not out probably. yet. So, oh, right. yeah. It'll be Division 3, though, presumably, unless there's a oh, lower division. I thought so, yes. Cool. Oh, there's the, the, the development division, actually. But yeah, I d- yeah, I'm not sure how the Constitution is going to work yet. Very interesting. Well, um, being the diligent member of the team that I am I actually went to a a, a match on Saturday <laughs> as pre-season kicked off I even made it all the way to Gloucestershire to see Brimscombe and Thrupp versus Hungerford Town and yes I know it's a very long way but um, it was the first time I've actually had the opportunity to see Hungerford play under the Danny Robinson era um, because of obviously all the nonsense that happened over the last year um, yeah, so I want to take that opportunity and the fact that uh, I've been told by a few people, I think Tom included, that Brimscombe and Thrupp is a very nice place to watch football, which it was. Um, so, yeah, I went along and 
yes, there were three divisions between the two sides, but um, Hungerford Town were very worth their 5-0 win. The first half was fairly even uh, with, um, oh well, I say fairly even. First half, Brimscombe came out and sort of uh, attacked um, Hungerford for periods of time, but Hungerford were just very clinical and went in at halftime 3-0 up, despite, you know, not dominating as much as they did in the second half. And in the second half, they added two more goals. Got to see Ryan Seeger, who was a bit of a scoring phenomenon for Hungerford last season. He got two of the goals. And uh, yeah, uh, an all-round good day out for what um, for Hungerford, I'd say. So they were, uh, yeah, looking smart, even though I guess there's three tiers between the two teams there. Um, other fixtures, I'd say... It, to sort of look out for. Um, Bracknell seem to have started their pre-season campaign fairly well. Um, uh, they took a good point against Slough side that are two um, tiers above them. And uh, Reading City last night putting seven past uh, Charvey. So I don't know um, if it was first teams, both sides, uh, full squads or anything like that, but there's already a few goals going in here and there. I'm surprised about that Reading City score because did you see their uh, pre-season training the other day? I don't think they actually <laughs> I think it was yeah. just them jumping about in the puddles. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if you're going to um, uh, play the Rivermore, then, you know, there's going to be that uh, opportunity. Yeah, Rob, I enjoyed not. the way that you there that you assigned a point to Slavy Bracknell. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's how I, that's how I uh, think in my head. <laughs> nice. But um, very well, we've had uh, fixtures um, so far. Are there any coming up this weekend that either of you are looking at particularly? Uh, my own fixture? <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, I think this weekend is pretty much kind of the women's preseason kickoff. So, Maidenhead are away, and I can't remember who that was to now, even though I've written the fixture list. Um, then S4K, my team, we are playing Wakenham and Embrook away. And then who else is playing this weekend? You've thrown me off there. I've forgotten who else. I think is it's playing. just uh, yeah, Portsmouth uh, versus Maidenhead is the is the first game. That's there. the one. Yeah, so, Portsmouth. I think that's it for this weekend. Yeah. So, so yeah, so I will be paying attention to my own fixture. <laughs> <laughs> How has preseason training gone, Abby? Uh, it started this week. Um, we've mm -hmm. still been playing futsal, so we're still kind of relatively sort of on it in terms of kind of keeping up with football and stuff like that. And sort of kind of fitness hasn't stopped really. So, yeah, I think we it should be interesting. Wokingham play two divisions above us as well. So it's going to be an interesting match, hopefully. We'll see how we get on. Yeah. Well, that's what preseason's about, pitting yourself exactly. against these teams and, yeah, trying to get something out of each game. So, yeah, Thank good you. luck to you. Thank you. Um, uh, Tom, as your your uh, previous statements on uh, non uh, preseason football, I guess you you haven't got anything lined up this weekend. No, I haven't. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I'm working away, <laughs> preseason is brilliant because you yeah. can do two three games in a week. But um, I think if I was going to go anywhere, um, Digcote Town v Hungerford sounds good, um, mm -hmm. and Reading City v Marlow, I would suspect, would be. Uh, a decent game as well. Um, yeah. I think if I was going to choose one, I might actually go AFC Aldermaston v Windsor over in Thatcham. Yeah. Um, that looks good. So there's a few good looking games on on this weekend. Um, yeah. All of the fixtures are on the website, so go and have a look. Absolutely. And there's even one tonight, Slough Town versus Binfield, which there is. looks pretty good. I'm 
tempted to be heading o- heading over to that one. Not confirmed yet, but you know, like I say, <laughs> one of us has got to go and do a game at least. So yeah, yes. So yeah, uh, that may be very good as well. Slough, as we say, uh, draw with Bracknell earlier in the in their preseason, um, having beaten Badshot Lee five two uh, on Saturday. So yeah, Binfield uh, started with a defeat uh, against Barks County. Uh, who are new to step six and then had a uh, 4-2 win against Charby on Tuesday. So both teams up and running and yeah, be interesting to see how they get on uh, tonight. So as I mentioned earlier, we've got some um, hot off the press fixtures to look at. First of all, we've had fixtures from the National League uh, released, but only a matter of uh, minutes ago as we're recording we've actually had the first FA Cup fixtures for the men's um, FA Cup for this season. Uh, Tom is being busy cutting and pasting them out of uh, the website. And uh, yeah, I think his uh, rage is finally subsiding enough to uh, give us a little rundown on um, exactly what, who's playing who. Well, uh, I think the FA Cup is obviously always the the big one. Um, and there's some, there's some good, there's some Berkshire tyres in there. You've got Ascot United v Hollyport. Um, in the extra preliminary round, um, you've got uh, Reading City v Hallen. I don't know where Hallen is. Um, mm. Tadley Kaliva versus Baffins, Milton's Rovers. It's not the same as Milton in uh, Oxfordshire. That's down in Hampshire near Portsmouth on the outskirts. Uh, Virginia Water v Athletic Newham. Tuffley Rovers v Windsor and Easington Sports versus Woking and Embrook. I think it's the um, it's the preliminary round where things get a little more interesting. Um, there's uh, you get Binfield come in, Bracknell come in, Thatcham come in. Um, Binfield will be away to either Chipping Sobbury Town or Harefield. Bracknell at home to Colm, Calm, I don't know, or or Bashley. And uh, Thatcham are at Tame United. Um, I think uh, you've got Reading City or Halland versus Broadfield United or Cribs, which uh, if all goes to plan for Reading City and they get through their first game, they could play Cribs, who they also face in the FA Vars. That was the one big thing I picked mm-hmm. up. Um, I don't know. What else, what else are you interested in? Do we want to, do we want to yeah, look at the, 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 the trophy? That, um, most... Oh, oh, yeah. So I was just going to say the games, the FA Cup that most caught my eye, the Hollyport and Wokingham ones. I don't know yes. if they've been in the competition um, uh, too recently. So, uh, um, uh, well, actually, I think Wokingham have. But, uh, yeah, having those guys now up at step five is um, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they get on against two teams who are also at the same level in Ascot and Easington Sports, but have a lot more experience, obviously. So. Yes, um, in the in the trophy, it's a little easier. Um, despite what I had been led to believe previously, all three Berkshire sides have been given a bye in the first qualifying round. So in the second qualifying round, it's North Lee v Bimfield, Bracknell Town v Hartford, uh, and Thatcham Town v Showling. Uh, in the trophy and in the Vars, um, the Vars obviously, again, despite uh, previous uh, understanding, um, there have been buys for AFC Aldermaston, Tadley Kaliva and Woodley United. Um, Barks County's first ever FA Vars game will be at home to Newant Town. That'll be at Bimfield FC. Um, as I say, Reading City v Cribs. Uh, Cribs is down in Bristol. Uh, if anybody was wondering where on earth Cribs is, um, what was the other one I was really interested in? Um, I think again it comes in the in the second qualifying round. You get a couple of possible uh, all Berkshire ties. Um, he says desperately looking for one. Um, 
Oh my word! I did have the oh there we oh and the one that actually the the sort of I think the the big most interesting one is the sort of is the non Berkshire but Berkshire Derby of uh, Eversley in California versus Virginia Water in the first qualifying round, and the winner of that one in the next round will play Oldland Abertonians, uh, who I saw once down in uh, down in down in the southwest get absolutely thumped by Cheddar. <laughs> nice. nice way to round things off yeah so uh yeah those games are going to be taking place in what september and october now so, uh september saturday the 11th of september is the vars first qualifying round uh the trophy second qualifying round is the 9th of october and the fa cup uh starts on the 7th of august uh and the 21st of august is the preliminary round very good indeed well uh, can i just say as always with the women's fa cup it's an absolute mystery when we'll find out who's playing who well, yeah. i know i can tell you every single date of all the rounds but i have no <laughs> idea when the draw is isn't the competition still ongoing at the moment yes the so <laughs> yeah, oh, right. yeah the current one is actually yeah so but the, the the um this season's one is meant to kick off on the 15th of august and there's still no draw date yet so yes not sure yet oh wow oh Okay. So, um, with that women's FA Cup, mm-hmm. like, when is the last season's going to finish? It's is it December? Yes. So actually, I quite like that they've done this. So obviously, it got it got paused a lot of times, obviously with COVID, where there were still like non-elite clubs playing within the um, rounds. So they've now paused it so that the quarterfinal, then the semi-final will be in November. And then the final is being played on the 5th of December. And that is to coincide with the 50th anniversary of the FA affiliation ban being ended in 1971. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's quite a nice kind of little link up that they've done there. Kind of, kind of into that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it obviously means that the first, like this season's competition, will be kind of halfway through before we finished last season's competition. <laughs> is, is there a possibility of teams being knocked out of this season's competition before they've been knocked out of last season's competition? Mm, I don't think so at this stage. No, actually. No. Okay. Well, no, I think it's most. Nice I think little quirk. Yeah, exactly. I think there's only maybe one or two teams left, like below the elite status teams anyway. So, yeah, none of that kind of quirkiness, unfortunately. Very good. But as we're talking about the uh, uh, women's football, um, you we're going to move on to transfers now. And uh, Reading uh, women have made a couple that um, um, you're slightly interested in. Happy. Yeah, absolutely. I kind of always panic in the transfer window with Reading Women because I think, do we know the window's open yet? Because it's very quiet. But no, we've kind of kicked things off. Uh, I think it was last week. So we signed Natasha Dowie and she's kind of, I guess you could probably call her women's football royalty, really. She's kind of, she's come from AC Milan now, but she's played for Watford, Everton. She also played, used to play with Farrah Williams as well. They kind of made the move to Liverpool. Um and yeah, and then she she's played for Doncaster Bells as well. Um, she also captained Melbourne to um, victory. I think it was like their 14th victory or something um, over in Australia. So she's kind of been here, there and everywhere. And as I said, she's kind of women's football royalty. So the fact that we've kind of nabbed her is really exciting. She's a very, she's a good striker. I think 14 goals in 24 games is her last kind of statistic. So wow. A double-figure striker at Reading is very exciting. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice if they had any midfielders left. 
actually pass her the ball. <laughs> well, there is that. But luckily this week, uh, yesterday, I think it was announced, um, Chloe Peplow from Spurs, she has joined us. Um, she's come from Birmingham and Brighton as well. She's been, I think she went on a loan to Donny Bells as well. So that's exciting that she's kind of joined us from Spurs. We've been kind of nabbing kind of players from teams around us, which actually makes me kind of fairly happy because, yeah, we had a little bit of a the, the run of the last kind of few games of the season panicked me a lot because I thought we might, well, I wanted a top five finish. We finished in seventh and it felt a little bit like we might end up at the bottom if we carried on how we were. But no, we've um, also <clears throat> signed a couple of Bristol players as well. They got relegated this season, obviously. So, but there's plenty of team like players who still want to be kind of WSL action. So Gemma Evans, the defender, she looked really impressive against us, actually. So I'm quite happy that she's now pulled on a Royal shirt. And she's also a Welshie. So that's another one for the club. Um, Faye Bryson as well. She's a defender. She's come from Everton and then from Bristol as well. She's really great as well. Um, and also Beth and Roberts, who's one of our academy products. She's kind of been in the system since under 10s and she's signed her first pro deal this week, which is really exciting. She she had some really nice games for us kind of towards the end of the season and she looks a promising effort. So yeah, we're, we're getting there. I'd like to see more midfielders rather than, although actually, oh, I say that, our defence is kind of looking a little bit empty as well. And Emma Mitchell um, announced not long ago that she's pregnant as well. So she'll be out, which is a real loss for us because she's got a mad left wand so yeah it's good to see that we're kind of getting some replacements in there so we shall see we shall see i'd still like some more midfielders though mm-hmm. you're still at the uh, when does the season kick off um it will be the 5th 6th of september i think it is okay so a little bit more time uh, to go before then yeah uh, there's the win- window doesn't shut until september anyway so yeah we've got plenty of time plenty of time as long as they, I say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as long as they make some signings. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, so excitement rising already. Definitely, definitely. Look good for a team that does exist, and they are part of Fred. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other fixtures we saw released this week are the National League fixtures. So, yes. Maidenhead, Hungerford, and Slough Town all learnt who they will be playing and when this season. Um, have you had a chance to peruse them, Tom? Certainly, uh, Maidenhead. They start away at FC Halifax Town, yes. um, which is... I, I never know... Like, you always think when the fixtures come out, well, if you start away, you should finish at home. And certainly that is what has happened to... Um, to Maidenhead, which is obviously uh, which is obviously good news, um, but yeah, I, I guess I don't know. Um, in, in terms of what else is going on, there's uh, I, I don't know much about what Hungerford and Slough are doing. I haven't had a chance to um, have a look at what they're up to just yet. But um, yeah, visit to the to the Shea proper proper old football league ground is a good place to start, and they finish. Uh, with a visit of um, everyone's favourite other Magpies, Notts County, who uh, I'm sure um, will uh, be entirely delighted with potentially ending the season at Maidenhead United. They always sound absolutely thrilled to visit York Road. Uh, and, and every time that they do visit York Road, I absolutely love it when Maidenhead beat them because mm-hmm. they're a bunch of bitter old whatnots. <laughs> Say what you really think. Well, yeah. you know, if you don't want to, if you don't want to have to play against teams like, you know, uh, was it tin pot teams who play on a cow field like Maidenhead United, then don't get relegated to the National League. It's pretty straightforward. Um, yeah. So, you know, hopefully they will get stuck in the National League next season for another year. 
yeah, having gone through those fixtures, they look um, uh, reason, reasonably good for Maidenhead. They start with um, uh, two or three teams that, well, Halifax are a good side, but uh, Dover, who were struggling last year, season, yes. and have a points deduction to look forward to. Um, September looks a bit tricky. They've got uh, quite a few of the teams who will probably be um, up near the top end of the table going for promotion. Uh, but one or two things that um, uh, a little bit uh, more satisfying is that uh, they've been in the same division as Torquay for the last two seasons, and uh, each time the away game has been at, um, in midweek. So uh, <laughs> this time they've got the Torquay away on in May Bank holiday. So I think uh, you know, uh, having spoken to a few Maidenhead fans about that, that'll be uh, is one to visit. They one they wanted to visit, and they might have a better opportunity to do that now. I've actually been to I've been to Torquay United. Um, they it was for a Allied County, sorry, an FA Youth Cup game against Bracknell Town, uh, and and Bracknell did very did really they had a really good team that year. But obviously Torquay were not necessarily I don't think they were pro, but they were um, ridiculously good. And uh, it, unfortunately, it, it showed a little bit. But Bracknell had gone a long, long way in the competition that year, and it was uh, it was really it was a good trip. I got to go behind the scenes and all of that. And it's a, it's a it's again it's a, if you like your your grounds old uh, and 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 sort of classic, I would say then 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 talk plain more is one for you. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, the only other thing to say about the made dead fixtures is I think most of their midweek games seem to be at home. So uh, yeah, there's. One long trip to Stockport in the midweek in January. Yeah. But um, otherwise, I think the fixture list has been fairly kind to them. They've um, they've also made a few signings, haven't they? They've been they've been busy. Uh, they're yeah. another one who usually take a little while to get going in the in the transfer market, but they seem to have got on with it this time. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they've made uh, a few signings. I think there's a few more still to come. But uh, yes, yeah. uh, hopefully, maybe they can look forward to another uh, good season next year after they see certainly been progressing each time they've been in the National yeah. League so far. Am I yeah. right in thinking they need a goalkeeper? Uh, I believe so. I think they might have signed one on loan already. Okay. Uh, they really need a goalkeeper. <laughs> a goalkeeper. I know that. You're advertising for one on the pod. <laughs> You're listening lots and of would like to play in goal. <laughs> I'm not suggesting I go in goal though. That would be a shambles. <laughs> Well, uh, going moving on from the fixture list, uh, one thing that we have noticed here in football box, in Berkshire Tales is that um, one of our local sides has produced a, a beer. Uh, so, Caversham United, who Abby is currently uh, modelling the kit for, have uh, paired up with Phantom Brewery, which is all of three minutes' walk from my house. And... <laughs> And they have released their own uh, goat milk beer, uh, obviously named after uh, the team's mascot, the goat. Sort of thing. Um, I think this is pretty brilliant. Uh, I haven't had a chance to try it. I was actually, did actually nip to the brewery yesterday to see if I could get both of you a, a sample and uh, to hand out. But unfortunately, it's only going to be on kegs. And <sighs> uh, the Cavisham lot have already drunk through it all. So... <laughs> They that came reminds down. me in no way whatsoever. Yeah, they came, apparently they've come down to the brewery and um, yeah, gone through the supply of goat milk already. So <laughs> their end of season season social on Friday as well. So I'm sure that was probably what they stocked up for. Brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, 
I think more clubs should uh, uh, look to uh, partner with local businesses, especially breweries, as we, you know, uh, it's something we, I think all three of us would encourage. So. <laughs> I am aware of there being at least one club locally that is producing a beer with a local brewery, Ooh. although I haven't seen it announced, so I will keep that one under my hat. All right. Did you play a part in Mario? No, I had nothing to do with it. Absolutely nothing to do with it. All right. I know, surprisingly, but no, (laughs) absolutely nothing to do with me. Very good. Well, uh, good on Kevisham United who keep uh, um, pushing forward with their, uh, uh, well, with social media, their presence and uh, very inventive ideas on uh, how to promote themselves. So this is another one I think we can all fully encourage. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, any other business, uh, Abby? Have you got anything for the group uh, before we sign off? I don't think I do. I think I've probably done enough running today, haven't I? So <laughs> yeah, and yesterday. Certainly online. <laughs> Listen, if you say silly things, I'm going to reply, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to win. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I do have anything else. Just other than it's exciting that preseason's kicking off this week. And also, you should keep an eye on S4K's Twitter, because we're doing something very exciting this Sunday. But I may or may not have remembered to edit out of the podcast before it goes live. Please edit it out. <laughs> uh, no one listens to this anyway, it's fine. No, they do, in thousands. Anyone, any, anyone, any sponsors listening? Uh, yeah, thousands. <laughs> yeah, no, just keep an eye on S4K's Twitter on Sunday. Um, and yeah, just excited to see how pre-season goes and... I'm sure September will be here in no time. Absolutely. Tom, have you got anything to add before we sign off? Um, no, except I just realised I managed to put all of the uh, draws up with the FA Cup image. So even the FA Vars, Build Base, uh, FA Trophy have all got the FA Cup image on them. So uh, busy changing those. <laughs> <sighs> right. Like yeah. um, do I know anything else? What else do I know? Do I know? No, I can't think of anything. No. Good. That's good, isn't it? <laughs> well, before we uh, yeah, fill your ears with more stuff that we don't know or have anything to talk about, I think we should sign off there. So um, uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, uh, this has been uh, the Berkshire Football Chat, and uh, I've been Rob Davis. I've been joined by Tom Canning. Hello. Bye, even. Bye. And Abby Tysus. Berkshire Football Stories is sponsored by Barks County Football Club. The Swords are now ground sharing for the 2020-21 season at Binfield FC. If you're looking for your football fix in the area, check out Barks County's fixture list and head down to Hill Farm Lane this season to see local players striving for promotion. You can see all the latest fixtures, results and much more at www.barkscountyfc.com.